0: I'm Larissa, and I want to help you find the best strategy for communicating the magic and wonder of your jewelry brand so you can thrive by doing what you love and filling the world with beauty and creativity. Welcome to the Joy Joya Jewelry Marketing Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Worstiak. On this podcast, I explore topics in digital marketing for jewelry designers and retailers, including branding content, email, events, social media, and more. This is episode 50 and today we'll be discussing the most effective methods for contacting influencers and managing the influencer relationship from start to finish. Are you guys sick of hearing me talk about influencer marketing yet? This is the last one. If you're interested in learning more about influencer marketing, you're in luck because this is part five of a five-part series that focuses exclusively on influencer marketing, which is also the subject of my upcoming presentation at Jewelry Ecom Live in Miami on October 4th. That's just a few days away. You can also go back and listen to episodes 46, 47, 48, and 49 for parts 1, 2, 3, and 4 of this five-part series. In episode 46, I discussed some ways that jewelry brands can approach influencer marketing. In episode 47, I shared many examples of jewelry brands that are managing influencer marketing effectively. In episode 48, I explained what you can expect when partnering with influencers and And in episode 49, I gave tips for finding the right influencers for your goals and target audience. If you've been following along, you should now have a list of influencers you'd like to contact. So you'll want to know how to reach out to them, form a relationship, and manage the marketing campaign. That way, you can yield the best results from your efforts. First, you'll want to find the contact information. You may be wondering, how can I get in touch with an influencer? If you aren't already working with a digital marketing agency that's helping you initiate and manage the influencer relationship, then you'll need to contact the influencer yourself. Finding the influencer's contact information can be as easy as visiting the influencer's Instagram or Facebook profile or simply navigating to the contact page on the influencer's website. If an influencer is actively interested in partnering with brands, then she'll definitely make it easy for you to find her contact information. You may be surprised to discover that sometimes the influencer's contact information is actually the contact information for a management or talent agency, which represents the influencer and handles brand inquiries. If that's the case, then you'll be reaching out to the agency rather than the influencer directly. Next, you're going to reach out. Regardless of whether you're contacting the influencer herself or a talent-slash-management agency, you'll want to keep your email message personal and professional. So what does it mean to be personal? Writing a personal message means demonstrating that you took the time to familiarize yourself with the influencer and her content, and that you've also thought carefully about why the influencer would be a good representative for your brand. To do this, consider pointing out a few of her recent posts and mention what you liked about them. Furthermore, you can explain what it is about her style and aesthetic that drew you to her and that make her a natural ambassador for your jewelry brand. So what does it mean to be professional? Well, you should treat this email the same way you would treat an email to a valued customer or business partner. Format the email like a traditional business email using a formal salutation and signature. Avoid using slang or emojis unless they're relevant. Make sure to choose a subject line that's descriptive yet concise so your email doesn't get lost in the influencer's inbox or spam folder. Some examples of effective subject lines would be Let's discuss a brand partnership or, insert name of your brand, would like to partner with you. Make sure to proofread your email and always check for spelling and grammatical errors. Next, you'll want to begin a relationship. When the influencer responds to you, she will likely share her, her rates and typical agreement terms. She'll also reveal her personality and what it would be like to work with her. If she responds in an unprofessional manner or she doesn't seem genuinely excited about working with your brand then it's probably better to move on and choose another influencer. However, if she responds with enthusiasm and you feel really positive about her message, then you'll want to focus on building a relationship. You'll want to reply to her email with information about your influencer marketing campaign goals, your vision for the content, your anticipated timeline, and details about the jewelry you hope to include in the campaign. You'll also want to educate her about your brand, including what makes your brand unique and why customers love your jewelry. You can compare this relationship-building period to an onboarding process for a new employee and do everything you can to get your influencer up to speed on your mission statement, unique value proposition, and company culture. This is also an excellent litmus test for your influencer. As long as she continues expressing interest and enthusiasm, then she'll be an excellent brand partner. Next, you'll want to deliver the contract. Now that you've developed a positive relationship with your influencer and both parties have agreed on the goals and terms of the influencer marketing campaign, then you'll want to formalize those things in a contract. If you don't feel comfortable drafting the contract yourself, then you'll want to work with an agency that can help you. However, you can also find lots of guidance and templates for influencer marketing contracts online. I found one from Influencer Marketing Hub. In general, you'll want to include things like standard agreement terms, timelines, deliverables, any cancellation clauses, collateral details, specific phrases to avoid, confidentiality, compensation, FTC adherence, and payment terms. Here's where I want to insert a little note about FTC adherence. The Federal Trade Commission, or FTC, first released Guidelines for Internet Advertising in 2000. And then updated them again in 2009 to cover social media endorsements. So how does this all affect influencer marketing? Well, today, influencers must disclose when they are being compensated to work with a brand, whether that compensation includes money, free products, or something else. Only choose to work with influencers who disclose paid brand partnerships. Even if the FTC doesn't catch them, shady influencers can definitely damage a brand's reputation, and you don't want that to happen. Next, you're going to do a very exciting thing and launch your campaign. You've done a great job of listening to our podcast series on influencer marketing, and now you should feel really prepared. In fact, more than prepared to launch your campaign. As long as you've established your goals and expectations and have chosen an appropriate influencer who adheres to the terms of your contract, then you should be very pleased with the results of your campaign. However, it doesn't stop there. Next, you're going to want to measure and evaluate your campaign. As marketer Mike King says, simply put, if you're not measuring, you're not marketing. At the end of your campaign, you'll want to measure and evaluate your results. In episode 48, titled What to Expect When Partnering with Influencers for Jewelry Marketing, we discussed the importance of key performance indicators or KPIs, which you can use to determine the health of your campaign. For refresher, I suggest going back and listening to that podcast episode. Then, to mine your data about your influencer marketing campaign, You can use the appropriate tools like Google Analytics, Iconosquare, or Facebook and Instagram's built-in analytics. Regardless of whether or not you've achieved your goals for the influencer marketing campaign, you'll definitely gain valuable data that will help you make better, more informed marketing decisions in the future. Thanks so much for sticking around this month while I explored the topic of influencer marketing in great detail. And I hope you learned a thing or two about launching an influencer marketing campaign for your jewelry brand. If you have a minute, I suggest you head over to the Jewelry Navigator podcast hosted by Brenna Pakes. I was actually a guest in her latest episode and I talked about some last minute marketing strategies that jewelry brands can use to prepare for the holiday season as well as some content planning tips that you can use in 2020 and beyond. So definitely check that out on the Jewelry Navigator podcast. If you have thoughts or questions about influencer marketing or about anything else related to digital marketing for jewelry brands, you can always email me, Larissa, L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com. Please subscribe and leave a rating or review. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about marketing services for your jewelry brand, visit joyjoya.com, where you can download our free ebook Proven Conversion Strategies for E Commerce Jewelry Retailers.